This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history. Well, only in recent American history, you know, not not in all of American history. This the most extreme. This is uh, Joe Biden going to Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, to deliver his hate speech today. The media is looking forward to it. Ah, uh, yes, Joe Biden uh, hates America and Americans because he's a Democrat, and and the Democratic Party isn't. This is the left that is here. Open borders, defund the police, mangle your children's mental well-being with gender dysphoria, teach kids to favor socialism over capitalism, which is going on all over the place. It's quite extraordinary to see how effective the left has been in uh, turning our country upside down, taking our national sock and pulling it inside out. This is the left. And isn't it um, a majority of young people now favor socialism over capitalism because they're being indoctrinated and brainwashed? Like in the Manchurian candidate. It's extraordinary stuff. Now, Joe Biden going off to give his hate speech today, and and the, uh, the people in the fake mainstream news media, you know, they're not really mainstream anything, but they're peddling this. Oh, he's going to demonize... President Trump, no, he's going to demonize 80 million Americans as being a threat to our republic and to our democracy. They use the democracy and republic. uh, Usually they say democracy. The fact is, of course, we're a constitutional republic, which is a uh, a democratic form of government, but it's not a one-man, one-vote thing on absolutely everything from coast to coast. The left would like to turn our entire electoral system upside down as well. And they're in the process of doing that. They'd like to pack the Supreme Court. They'd like to pack the Senate. These uh, people do not have American values. And they're going to accuse Joe Biden today. In fact, in their TV ad that I played yesterday and played a bit of this morning as well, they're accusing Trump voters, MAGA Republicans, of being a threat to our democracy, to our republic, and to our very way of life, to our values, when, of course, they are all of those things. We have a bit of the uh, TV ad that uh, that is important because this is the message that Joe Biden and the Democrats are putting out there about 80 million Americans who didn't vote for them. And uh, if you didn't vote for them, then you're a threat to everything. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement dangerous. that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. That's right. Basic All beliefs. of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the uh, dangerous extremist threat to our democracy. 80 million Americans because they didn't vote for the communists, for the leftists, honestly. Now, Joe Biden gave a speech last year where he expressed a lot of this, and, the, and, he's, and he's growling. It looked like he had his, you know, he had his, uh, 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 what is it called, uh, you know, shredded wheat this morning. And, and, uh, and here's uh, Joe Biden, uh, why he, you know, how he hates everyone that didn't vote for him. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. 
Now, uh, I'm sorry, Republicans, chaos? Um, we're the people that uh, cut our lawns and raise our American flag and raise our children to be normal and serve in the military and pay our taxes. You guys are the people that uh, take over streets and do donuts and crash stolen cars through storefronts and loot the whole place and put up flyers calling on the whole neighborhood to loot the grocery store down to the bones, and then you'll claim racism when there are no more grocery stores or drug stores in the neighborhood because you looted them and robbed them blind and, and robbed the people coming and going and the employees and stole the cars and burned the buildings because George Floyd, who died, died of a cardiac arrest while being arrested for yet another felony. But never mind that. And that's uh, Joe Biden, and that's the Democrat Party's message. But keep in mind that uh, a, an Obama administration official by the name of Victoria Nuland kind of gave away the whole plan. It is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. And that is classic Democrat Party technique today. Now, that is a left-wing Democrat radical extremist named Victoria Nuland served in the Obama administration and longtime Democrat apparatchik. Uh, and she accidentally, under oath, up on Capitol Hill, gave it away. Yeah, you're using the Russian playbook, aren't you? Yes, you are. Now, and the anarchy uh, and uh, the threat to democracy, dangerous extremism, and Joe Biden going to Valley Forge, Revolutionary War George Washington, to conjure the spirit of George Washington to claim that they are the real descendants of the American Revolution— because they need to demonize and vilify 80 million Americans that are Trump voters, MAGA extremists. And the news media will tell you, they will lie to you, because that's what they do, filthy liars that they are, that Joe Biden is just demonizing Donald Trump. But you heard Joe Biden demonizing all MAGA extremists, MAGA Republicans, don't have American values, with actually the custodians of American values, trying to hold on to American values, you know, like the, the Catholic monks during the Dark age, Ages trying to hold on to the remnants of civilization uh, after the fall of the Roman Empire. But never mind any of that. Uh, you may remember that uh, long before January 6th, there were riots at the Donald Trump White House, May 30th, May 31st, June 1st of 2020, where the Violent Democrat mob attacked the White House, injured 180 federal police officers, committed untold amounts of damage, set the Church of the Presidents, one of America's most historic churches, St. John's Church across from the White House, set it on fire, forced the evacuation of the president. Let's uh, take a little walk down memory lane because our media has erased that from the collective memory of the American people. Katie, forgive me, we're going to make some moves here, just so that we don't... Uh, we're going to end up in a place we don't want to be here, if we're not careful, Katie, so... Ah, uh, damn it! Uh, I'm, uh, just move out of the there side. as quickly as you can. Move out of there as quickly as you can. This is the Democrats. The, the, they're the actual party of anarchy and of chaos and of violence and political mob violence and of terrorism from the KKK to the SDS to the Weather Underground to the Symbionese Liberation Army. Those are all Democrats, every single one of them. You can't name an, an American Republican Party terrorist group, can you? I can't. 
Uh, they, uh, and they, they love to go around yelling about white supremacists when they've got a, a Senate office building named for the white segregationist Richard Russell. When living in the White House is Joe Biden, who fought against racial integration of schools and didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. That's the word that he used. That's Joe Biden. And uh, he worked with the Democrat from West Virginia, Robert Byrd, the exalted cyclops of the KKK, the Democrat Party. Never mind that. That was MSDNC uh, in May of 2020 at the White House and the Democrats normalizing mob political violence. But if a small number of Republicans for two hours did, some did assault police, and you need to be held accountable for assaulting police. However, um, you know, you guys made this normal. And you know how many people went to jail for the three days of White House riots? Zero. Not one. Not a single rioter from three days of White House riots went to prison. Isn't that amazing? Now, on the front page of the Metro section of the Washington Post today, Proud Boy sentenced to 10 years for rioting. This is from January 6th. Member of the far-right Proud Boys, led by a black Cuban-American who was put in jail for 20 years, and he was in a hotel room in Baltimore when January 6th happened. But never mind that. The left puts their political enemies in prison all over the world. Member of the far-right Proud Boys group, got a 10-year prison term Thursday for participating in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. Let's go to the uh, 2020 attack on the White House by the left, where 180 police officers were injured. They set fires to the, the building, the only building in Lafayette Park, and to the Church of the Presidents they set fire to. The defendant, Christopher Worrell, missed his first scheduled sentencing hearing in August uh, yeah, that's not really the important. He got uh, 10 years in prison. But how many for the three days of riots attacking the White House? Zero. Zero days in jail. Quite extraordinary. Then they went to MSDNC's phony fake journalist, Jonathan Lemire. Friday night, as the protests really got out of hand in Lafayette Park, surprising Secret Service agents, agents rushed the president to the underground bunker at the White House, which is usually used just in the case of terrorist attacks. Most famously, that's where the vice president, Vice President Cheney, was taken on September 11th. President Trump spent about an hour there Friday night. The president and the first family evacuated by the Secret Service urgently because of the Democrat Party's violent criminal mob outside blowing things up. They brought M-80s, which would blow your hand off if you clutched it. They brought pallets of frozen water bottles to throw at the police. They injured at least 160, and I believe 180 federal police officers. D.C. police did not participate because they were for the rioting because Democrats run the D.C. City government. Fox News, Kevin Cork was down there too. A terrible scene. Fires burning here along H Street. We do smell. Oh boy. Oh boy. We're getting tear gassed. And uh, unfortunately, I can add uh, just a moment ago, it does appear that St. John's Church is on fire. The Church of the Presidents, St. John's Church is on fire. Kevin Cork. This is awful. We saw graffiti. Once the door was broken, we saw something similar happen earlier. And uh, as you can see, uh, there's definitely a fire here. This is the parish office. The parish office is on fire. And uh, 
the Democrats were torching. There's, uh, again, only one building in Lafayette Park, and they uh, set that on fire and burned it to a crisp, and they tried to tear down the statue in the middle of Lafayette Park uh, also with an organized gang that brought duffel bags full of construction equipment in order to do that. St. John's Church was built in 1815, and presidents have been attending the church there since then. The Democrats set it on fire. No big deal because Democrats were doing it. Brick! Brick! Pick him up! Get him up! Off the grass! Off the gas! This is Off the police! Brick! Brick! Dinner! Dinner! Zero days in jail. Zero years in jail. Zero rioters prosecuted. Zero. I don't know where some people got it into their head that this was normal behavior now, but you can attack the White House like that when Trump and Trump's family are inside and they can force the evacuation of the president and the, and the president's family to the nuclear bunker beneath the White House. And that is no big deal. The news media just kind of rolled over that. And Joe Biden is going to demonize Republicans by the tens of millions today as extremists and radicals who are here to destroy our democracy, which is actually a constitutional republic. But that's Joe Biden's campaign message. That's, that's what he's going to Valley Forge to say today. He doesn't know what most of those words mean, but uh, never mind that. Biden, to make January 6th a rallying cry, it'll be three years ago tomorrow. Joe Biden thinks today is January 6th, but tomorrow is, and he doesn't know how to read a calendar. That's uh, one of the problems. Oh, no, it's going to snow. Oh, yeah, by the way, it's supposed to snow. So it's uh, supposed to get a, a dusting of snow, maybe some more in the... Um, points north of Washington, D.C. But it's never too early to panic. Get to the grocery store now before the, the run on milk, the run on toilet paper. Paper towels, only white stuff, which is racist. And then Joe Biden will go to South Carolina to give a speech at a church where nine black people were killed. And he's going to blame Republicans for that. Racial division is their bag, baby. Never mind the more than 10,000 African Americans murdered last year. That's not important. Never mind weekends in Chicago where nine African Americans are murdered or 11 African Americans are murdered and 50 African Americans are shot. Ignore those completely. And suddenly they're going to embrace George Washington who they normally demonize as a white racist slave owner, but today it's politically convenient for them to embrace George Washington. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. But this is uh, this is also great. Joe Biden is giving his January 6th Valley Forge speech on January 5th at Montgomery Community College, about 12 miles away from Valley Forge, where the National Historic Park is. So he's giving his January 6th Valley Forge speech, neither on January 6th nor in Valley Forge. But that's okay, because the news media is there to give him a tongue bath, which is a little disturbing when you think about Joe Biden. Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. Uh, Let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's go to Billy calling from La Plata, Maryland. Billy, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. I love your show. Thank you. I love the I love the references to the cartoons I grew up with, with the <laughs> way back machine and force and, and the sarcasm is wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm commenting about the remark you made about the young people tending to favor socialism yep. as contrasted to what what we live with. In the course of I interact with uh, a pretty fair amount of legal immigrants mm-hmm. all from all over the world. Africa, Latin America, Eastern Europe, everywhere. And invariably, the conversation always tends to drift over to politics, not on not by my doing, but they do. Mm-hmm. And um, they all, and none of these people know each other. They, they have no idea that the other people even exist, but they all tend to say the same thing. And that is, your young people here need to travel. They need to get out of the United States. Go live in venezuela for a month go visit bulgaria go visit some of these socialist countries to understand what it is you're wishing for yeah well that is i think too much to ask for from most of them but uh no we'll have it here then they'll find out i was uh reading the associated press today on uh, the Biden campaign demonizing all Republicans, MAGA extremists, 80 million people, a threat to democracy, a threat to our republic, because you didn't vote for the left, which is the actual threat to democracy, because from the Russian playbook per Victoria Nuland of the Obama White House, the Obama State Department, uh, it's the Russian playbook. You accuse the other guy of doing what you're doing and what you're about to do. And the Associated Press informs me that 450 people have been sentenced to prison for their role in the January 6th melee on Capitol Hill. They also say that nine deaths were linked to the attack and more than 700 people have gone to court for their roles. More than 450 have been sentenced to prison. Um, Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed while unarmed after serving 11 years in the Air Force by a racist black cop who shot her without warning and killed her for the alleged crime of trespassing while unarmed. 
after serving in the military for more than a decade, but never mind that. 450 people have been sentenced, including Enrique Tarrio, who was in Baltimore on January 6th. And nobody was sent to prison for three days of siege laid to the White House, forcing the evacuation of the president to the nuclear bunker, setting the historic church of the presidents on fire. Not one prison sentence. Not one. And uh, Jonathan Lemire, MSDNC, during the riots at the White House, uh, he pretends to be a news reporter. The White House and his advisors, those close to the president, recognize this moment potentially, even though he's been out of sight, even though it seems like to most he has uh, abdicated leadership. But at the beginning of this program, we talked about how this could be potentially politically beneficial for him, seeing sort of the cities burn, seeing if perhaps they would be a backlash to these riots. And it must be made clear, Joe, most of these protesters are peaceful. That's right. John, on Morning Joke on MSDNC, most of these protesters, he talked about the cities burning, which was happening from coast to coast because a uh, junkie uh, died of heart failure while being arrested for his most recent felony at St. George of Fentanyl. And uh, Jonathan Lemire talking to Joe Scarborough on MSDNC, it, uh, it could be beneficial to Trump that the cities are burning, which are mostly peaceful. You see, the news media is uh, not a legitimate news media. They're a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, Soviet style. It's uh, it's truly an extraordinary time to be alive. In I, I, I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is a, mostly a protest. Uh, it is not uh, it is not generally speaking unruly, but fires have been started. The buildings are burning behind them. The city block is on fire behind them. They're. Cops being injured, thousands of cops injured in the left-wing riots, billions literally in property damage, torching the church of the presidents, and our corrupt, filthy news media telling us that it's mostly peaceful and, and that Democrats burning cities, mostly peaceful burning of cities, could be beneficial to Trump, and they're horrified by this, because he's been evacuated to the nuclear bunker beneath the White House by the Secret Service because of the violent mob outside with explosives and frozen water bottles and and uh, torching the place and the organized, orchestrated nationwide groups, organizations going from city to city, carrying this out. The police yelling brick because they had organized uh, tearing up brick sidewalks in Washington to throw bricks at the police. 160 to 180 police injured. Never mind. Uh, let's take another phone call. Uh, let's go to Al calling from Southwest Florida. Al, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, just want, um, so this is part of the communist playbook. They foment uh, chaos. They encourage it. They support it uh, in many ways. And then when their goal is achieved of complete control, i.e. socialism, communism, they're the ones that are going to be tamping down on it uh, with excruciating pain. Those people are going to be cast aside. They're going to, you know, they, what they like to say, get the bullet, too. Um, it's, it's all part of the plan. Um, you must prepare accordingly because these people will not stop uh, either till, till they are stopped with violence or they reach their goals. What do you know about communism? <laughs> well, I was unfortunate enough to have, be born in Nicaragua and I lived through the communism overtake in the late 70s, early 80s. And I've seen what communism does to not only a country, but people, families, 
neighbors. Um, it, it's it, I see it now. You're you're turning kids against their parents. You're turning neighbors against neighbors. Uh, friendships, you know, long life friendships are lost because of politics. It's all part of the plan. Uh, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but this is not a conspiracy because I've seen it already. Yeah, it's not a conspiracy theory. It is what we're watching. And Al, yesterday I had an old friend of the show call in Radu, who escaped communism in Romania. And uh, he was uh, sharing the same story. And we've seen this again and again. And the left has had it in for the United States because this is how you destroy capitalism. You destroy the economy in the United States. Uh, $34 trillion in debt is a pretty good start. See the Cloward and Piven strategy to overload the economy to collapse capitalism because when American capitalism goes, then capitalism goes worldwide. The totalitarians win. The Chinese playbook, the the Vladimir Putin, uh, former KGB colonel, uh, Stasi, East German secret police officer, uh, these are commies, and they're coming for the United States, and they've never been in a better position to take us down. Am I right, Al? Uh, you're absolutely correct. I predict in the next few months, few years, couple of years, what you're going to start to see is these high-level Democrats slash socialists, um, their dirty laundry is going to come out because they have to be taken out. They cannot be let to be, to be too powerful for the high tier of the communists. So they must be eliminated one way or another. And one of the ways they do it is, is releasing the information they have on them, i.e. the Epstein list. That's, that's trying to get rid of the Bill Clintons of the world, trying to make them ostracize them because they're no longer useful. So they must separate themselves from them to to make themselves the rulers. After four years of those documents being kept from the public, they're being dribbed out uh, with a purpose, you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not a conspiracy. Why, why now? I'll tell you why. Because they are absolutely mortified that Trump will win. There's just no two ways about it. If, if Trump wins... Their plan cannot come to fruition as quickly or as easily. Uh, if Trump is able to get there and release information, God, hopefully he does, um, not have the power of the Department of Justice to prosecute enemies, not have the power of the FBI to uh, raid people's houses and ruin their lives, um, they simply can't let that happen. They, they are not capable of letting that power go, and they will do anything and everything to keep that power. Yeah, it's the whole game, isn't it? Is uh, it's the power game, and uh, mm, 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 mm. yeah, and they've already got because they've been teaching it in schools while no one was paying attention. They've already got young people favoring socialism over capitalism because they've been taught about neither socialism nor capitalism, but they have been brainwashed into believing that socialism is preferable to capitalism, which of course has led to the greatest period of prosperity for humankind in the history of the world, uh, but it's not totalitarian enough. Capitalism allows for too much liberty, too much freedom, and ordinary people rise to become powerful in our system, and you can't have ordinary people rising to becoming powerful in our system. Extraordinary stuff. Al, God bless you. Great to hear your voice. Southwest Florida, huh? Thank you. Yeah, I got tired of living near the beast of D.C. And uh, so my wife and I packed up our bags and said we're going to start living our lives away from these people. 
So we're, we're enjoying the 60-some uh, degree weather with blue skies today. Very nice. Al, and uh, did you serve in the United States military, Al? I did. I proudly served with the vaunted 10th Mountain Division. Uh, Bravo Company, Triple Deuce, if you're out there, uh, here's a shout-out to you guys. Hooah. That's great. Hooah. Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. That's, uh, that's great. See, Al's a great American uh, who fled communism in uh, Nicaragua as a small child. And uh, what, a, what a great country this is, Life, life Raft America. Uh, and the Democrat Party is here with a bunch of sharp objects punching holes in the life raft that is the United States of America, the last best hope of mankind even to this day. And it is in play like never before. Man, oh, Manischewitz, I am, uh, I am telling you. And uh, we just touched on a couple of things there. We've touched on a number of things, as, uh, as you probably observed. But there are lots and lots of things to get to. I wanna, uh, you know, speaking of, of immigrants to the United States who have become successful and powerful, Elon Musk, I think, qualifies for that. We've been talking about an immigrant from Africa. He's an African-American from South Africa became the richest man in the world. And his life is in danger because he took away one of the left's tools of control. That was Twitter, now X, as you may be aware. And um, the Harvard University, Claudine Gay, the gay era at Harvard University, the gay era is coming to an end. But they're still going to pay her $900,000 a year to lie to students about race because that's her actual role in our society. And she uh, claims that it's all race. It's all race that she was hired. It's got nothing to do with race that she was fired. Just ask the white lady who uh, was forced out of the University of Pennsylvania before she was forced out of Harvard, but pay no attention to that. Elon Musk uh, doesn't like this diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff, right? DEI. And uh, critical race theory, these are Democrat projects to racially polarize. They're projects of the left, of the hard left, the real left, to racially polarize the United States of America, to bring about Charles Manson's dream of a race war in the United States of America. The Democrats are making a lot of progress there, doing very well. Uh, But a little back and forth between Elon Musk on X and Mark Cuban, another billionaire who's named Cuban at least, and um, and he's got, uh, you know, he's a team owner. He owns the Dallas Mavericks, and he's uh, 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 Mark Cuban. He's a billionaire, and obviously Elon Musk is a, is a, a billionaire. And Elon Musk tweeted, he, he, he tweeted, he posted on X, discrimination on the basis of race, comma, which DEI does, comma, is literally the definition of racism, which it is. If you give preference to this person versus that person based on their race, that is the definition of racism, and that's what DEI does. That's what critical race theory teaches. Also teaches that all white people, you're welcome for the electricity and everything else that you use all day every day. That's right. We white men are, you know, you're welcome. Uh, And... Claudine Gay got the job, not because of her scholarship, which is obviously a joke, and they obviously didn't even review, and it was the shortest search period that Harvard in the modern age has ever undertaken for a new president, but she was chosen based on DEI. Hey, there's a black woman. Let's pick her. 
It's like, she doesn't even work here. Who, who, who's she? But she's uh, like uh, doing Uber Eats delivery. Okay, not her. How about that one? Yeah, I, I, we pay her $900,000 a year to teach race here. Okay, let's, uh, let's pick her. What about her scholarship? Shh. Don't say anything. Don't review it. Don't look at it. Then you give her the job. Then you find out she's a genocidal anti-Semite and supports the genocidal anti-Semitism running free and rampant on Harvard University's campus. And she smirks and smugly says, don't you know who I am? I'm the president of Harvard. And uh, so Mark Cuban responded, if you don't think there's a need for DEI and it doesn't create a competitive advantage for your company, just look at the X posts slash replies slash quotes below. Now, that is an idiotic thing for Mark Cuban to say. So you think a bunch of idiots responding on X will explain the value of DEI. When, in fact, what Elon Musk, a refugee from South Africa, says discrimination based on race, which DEI does, is literally the definition of racism, that's a clear and obvious statement of fact. If you discriminate based on race, the cure is not to discriminate based on race, but to do it differently. So Mark Cuban responded with that, and then Elon Musk responded, cool, so when should we expect to see short, white, and Asian women on the Mavericks? See, it's mostly tall black men playing professional basketball. So in the interest of DEI, Mark Cuban, you should hire short Asian women to play for your basketball team. What do you think? Good idea? No, because Mark Cuban is a very rich liberal, but a liberal nonetheless. One of the posts on, uh, on the New York Post writing about this, when people get used to preferential treatment, equal treatment seems like discrimination. That's a, that's a wonderful summary of what we're talking about here. When people get used to preferential treatment based on their race, and then suddenly you're subjected to equal treatment, that looks like discrimination because they use the words, but they don't know what they mean. Now, the Reverend Al Charlatan, one of America's leading racists, staged a protest at the office of uh, a billionaire um, who has been critical of Harvard University's bad behavior. The Reverend Al Sharpton with a bullhorn outside the home of, of Mr. Ackman, who has crossed the left on their, you know, DEI stuff. They used her as a scapegoat to fight DEI. We would not have to have DEI if we didn't have D-E-N-Y. D-E-N-Y. We were denied. We were denied. He's, and he's got a, and he's got, was he wearing a velour jumpsuit? Because I like him best in the velour jumpsuit. Al Sharpton says ousted Harvard chief was scapegoat, scapegoat against an, and Al Sharpton targets Harvard alum Bill Ackman. Listen to the threats. I want to come to his office and let him know that we will fight him. He's declared war against all of us. 
He's declared war against all of us, a violent mob of racists in front of his place. And no justice, no peace, which is always a direct threat of violence. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. Yeah, and the headlines are all over the place. Al Sharpton protests Bill Ackman declared war against all of us. They demand racism or nothing at all. You must have more racism. War on civil rights. War on civil rights. They're using the terminating or the resignating the resignation of Dr. Gay. Dr. Gay. And at all of us. Blacks, women, gay, Latino, Asians. Asians. And we will not allow that to happen. Well, wait a minute. Asians are white adjacent and therefore targets of black racists like the Reverend Al Sharpton and the Democrat Party. Uh, And uh, Asians were systematically discriminated against by Harvard University. The case went all the way to the Supreme Court because they openly discriminate against Asians at Harvard University because Asians do too well on standardized tests, staying up late, doing homework, having two parents, all those racist things. You know, that's terrible. Really. It's racist to have two parents. It's racist to do well on standardized tests. You must be stopped. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.